Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I, Mark Simmons, chat to another comedian, insert name, about jokes they can't get to work. This week, as always, I am joined by producer Joel. Hello. Very that. Hi, producer Joel. I'm here to say (laughs) hi each week. You are. Mm. How are you, producer Joel? Uh, I'm really well, thanks, Mark. How are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good. I've had a I've had a nice, busy weekend of gigs, which was lovely. Because yeah. you know, there's been a few cancellations in January, but it's been, this weekend was great. Went to uh, went to the Isle of Wight on Sunday. <gasps> had a gig in Did the have a nice Isle time? of Wight. I haven't been on the Isle of Wight since I was five. Um, and it has <laughs> not changed. <laughs> no, of course it doesn't change. That's kind of it its still charm. Looks like. It's in the 1950s. Yeah, that's why people like it. But I it. do, yeah, um, it's great. It really is. I went to a wedding just after Christmas, uh, and there were lots of people from the Isle of Wight at my table, oh. and they just referred to it as the island the whole time, the which makes it sound a lot more wow. spooky than it really is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, go back to the island. Go back to the island. Um, did they have any good stories about different. the island? Um, no, but they did. So I went to the island not long ago, to record to record an interview with a man for a documentary series called Giant, which is on Spotify. It's all about football. Um, and we interviewed a guy who played with Pele. Was that an unpaid for uh, plug then, Joe? Yeah, yeah. In, in much the same way as this is an unpaid for job for me. Um, Not true. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not um, true. Strongly disagree. Uh, and yeah, so we interviewed a guy who played with Pele in at the new york cosmos and that was really fun anyway at this wedding i said oh i went to the isle of wight recently to record a thing um with a guy who played with pele and a guy at my table just immediately said the man's name he just immediately knew who the guy was i think you could just say anything about anyone on the island and they're like oh yeah that's roger he's pete's mate or whatever it's ridiculous i wouldn't like it because everyone knows your business the whole time they do oh guess what i heard when we went over the woman that picked us up yeah. She told us there'd been a murder on the on island. On the island. The island. Shit. Yeah. Like, just like, just as we were driving in, I felt like a detective going into, like, a start of a TV series. Yeah. Just heading over to the island just to find out what happened. But I didn't find out anything they didn't tell me. I um, I recently met at a party. Um, a girl came up to me and said, Ooh. You, you do podcasts. I think my uncle's been murdered. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> like I was just going to there and then start, you know, Hang the on. next series of Serial. Yeah. She thinks her hus- her what her uncle's been she murdered. She thought her uncle had been murdered, yeah. Did she tell you any more about it? Yeah, she told me loads, but I, you know, I'm not well, This is I'm a podcast. Yeah, but I, this isn't a, a true crime smash it is now. hit. Um no, but I, I think it has transpired. That was some time ago and um I've since been at a party where she, where she also was on New Year's Eve actually and oh. um I think she confirmed it it wasn't murder. Oh, it wasn't. Oh. But it's quite a fun thing to say, isn't it, to go up to someone and say <laughs> I think you my, do podcasts. <laughs> I think my uncle's been murdered. What's well, there's, there's something thought. about you? People can't you saying I'm from the island. Yeah. My, uh, what? Do you, I wonder what it is. My uncle's been murdered. I don't know, Joe. Mm. You do podcasts. Yeah, I just, maybe it is that people want to. Do you ever get people come up to you and say, "You do podcasts, Joe? I've got a joke that doesn't work." <laughs> yeah, all the time. Do they? Mm. And uh, do you want to tell us one? Uh, no, I can't think on the spot. Um, they do <laughs> Great often say, improvised skills there, John. <laughs> um, they, they, they do often say, edit, 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 edit point. They do often say, um, <laughs> I think my uncle's just died. And I say, oh, that's interesting because I do a podcast with a comedian that dies all the time. Who's that then? Mm. That's not very nice. You should, you should yes and that. That, that was, that was below the belt, Joe. That was yeah, too well, much. Well, you were, that you were was, really mean to that me. That was shocking. You were re- Why was yeah, I mean? You were mean because you said I wasn't very good at improvising, so I thought I'd be really mean back. <laughs> it's not a good personality trait of mine, that, but if someone's mean to me, they, they get it with both barrels I, instantly. Uh, I was going to do a show about my uncle dying, uh, but I think it might be a bit too soon because he's still alive. <laughs> hey, that's good. Thanks very much. Um, so, Joel, where, we, we, is your, anything else been happening you want to talk about before we get cracking? We've got a great podcast this this day. <laughs> this, this day. This day. This day is a very sort of <laughs> a, a thing you'd hear a vicar say in a Baptist church on a Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Christian had a go at me for shortening the Son of God's name. I was like, geez. But the the intros are never normally this joke heavy. I'm really enjoying it. Well, I feel like I'm carrying you today, Joel, because of your improv... Oh, lack of improv skills. Really nice. That won't make any sense. That won't make any sense to the audience who who haven't heard. I'm terrib- haven't like, heard that. I um, I'm doing the um. Oh, I thought I was how terrible at it, but I, I'm doing the noise next doors in like locking thing when they have comedian guests and they come and yeah improvise with them. But the idea is you you then everyone knows that you're not going to be very good at it, so you sort of they give the leeway. It's yeah. really fun. It's scary though, improv, isn't it? Yeah, but when they're there, they're really good at yeah, it. Yeah, of, so of course, of course, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's great fun. I think I'm doing that Brighton Comedia. Come see it. Oh, oh. talking about that, uh, I'm doing the Leicester Comedy Festival on the 4th of February at the uh, mm. Brew House in Leicester. So if anyone would like to come and see my work in progress, tickets are available via the link in my bio or just Google it. Just Google it. Just Google It'll it. Come up. Um, come so, Joel, let's get cracking. So this week, cracking. we've got a wonderful comedian named Ian Stone. Woo! Yes, woo! We're going to get straight into it. It's a great chat. Hope you enjoy it. You will. So you've got notepad. So is that, are you a notepad sort of person? Less than I used to be, uh, to be honest with you. I used to, um, well, I mean, I, when I started, I used to write everything down. Um, I, like it was, it was all typed out with like the pauses were like dot, dot, dot 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 so i'd leave a you know if i was pausing and then i'd underline the punchlines 
And if there was on on the page that I've written out, if there were more than like three lines between a punchline, I would try and tighten it up a little bit. You know, okay, so yeah. I knew that I was getting a gag every 15, 20 seconds, basically, oh, nice. is what I was thinking. Okay, cool. So, yes, that's what I used to do. I used to type it all out, every word. It was yeah. very, very... So when you came... And obviously... Go on. When you came up with the idea, where does that go? Into a handwritten, and then you go down and type it out, or do you just sit and type from the, from the get-go? Um... God, it's so long ago, you know. It's right. so long ago since I used to do this. It's like 30 years ago. Okay, so this is but when I you think first started. what I used to do was I used to... This is very early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very early on. Um, I think quite a lot of my early stuff, I would, I would essentially mention it to Rosie, my partner, who sort of persuaded me to be a stand-up comedian. I'd say, what do you think of that? Or I'd say something. Oh, wow. That's, 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 that's good, because I find that if it's your... If, I, if it's their idea, that's perfect, isn't it? Like, because it can be a bit of an issue sometimes in relationships because it's a it's a it's a tough job, sort of in the evenings and your away weekends. So she, you could just always say it's her fault if she ever complains. It's great. Well, it, it, I always say that when I wake her up at three in the morning complaining about my career. It's sorry you got me into this, and uh, and what can she say aside from shut up and go to sleep, which she often does. But. Um, yeah, um, it was her idea for me to do it. And and we worked very closely together, particularly for the first sort of 10 years or so, you know. So the Edinburgh shows. Oh, really? All the routines, all the big routines I had early on would have been, it might have come from an idea that I said, but even then sometimes it was her ideas or her, she would come up with a line that, that would really sort of, ah, yeah, there's a bit of comedy oh, there and great. I'd run with it. Um and um, and we've had you know disagreements about who came up with ideas on occasion. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah, it's often her. I mean, you know, her memory is definitely better than mine uh, in that sense. And um, yeah, we'd work on them together. We we pick at them really, mm. which is what you have to do. It's like a you just pick at them and 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 keep at it. So would she come and watch and then sort of? She she watched hundreds of my gigs. Yeah, really. She did, and even when she wasn't there. I'd often come home and she'd go, so what happened this evening? And I'd give her a sort of pricey of the gig and that worked, that didn't. Yeah, she was um, right on it for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... Well, I mean, she obviously saw she saw the potential mm. in, in stand-up and she thought, well, um, yeah, if I'm, if I'm going to suggest that he should do it, I, I want him to make the most of it. And, and she was quite... There's still certain times when I might come up with a joke and she looks at me like, really? And I'll say, yeah, you got a big laugh tonight. And she's like, I don't care. I don't care about that. And, you know, she's because it might be a bit hacky or something. So she, um, oh, brilliant. yeah, keeps keeps me honest. Yeah. I suppose. So is that because you're one of the, so you've been like doing stand up a long time now and you're one of the headliner acts that does regularly turn stuff over. That's just very noticeable. Whenever I gig with you, yeah. you're always doing something different. So does that is that also coming from Herb sort of pushing you to sort of do no, stuff? No, or... at this point, no. And it, actually, that aspect of of me doing stand up is sort of me, really. I'm 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 a bit driven when it comes to turning it over. I mm. want to turn over stuff. One because I'm talking about topical stuff, and topical stuff very quickly becomes a bit, you yeah. know, out of date. So why do um, you do that? Is that just something you just you just you're interested in? So you'd like to do it. Yeah, I um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit of a news hound. I like watching all that stuff and, and not so much now, actually. Not the last three or four yeah. years. I actually feel a lot happier when I'm watching less of it. But there's stuff going on in the world and I'm and I and I'd like to talk about it. And I think that you have to be up to date. And I used to do the cutting edge at the comedy store. Oh, yeah. Um and you know, there was always stuff to talk about. I mean, God, I remember doing stuff about George W. Bush, you know. Yeah. And and uh you know how ridiculous he seemed and, and then donald trump came along obviously and we realized the <laughs> towering intellectual capabilities of george w bush at that point but um yeah i i do like to keep it interesting because i've also because i've seen acts who do the same stuff for years mm. and they were a little bit dead behind the eyes and i thought no i'm not i don't I love doing this, yeah. but I love doing this because I, I want to stay relevant, mm -hmm. you know, and so I want to keep writing. Um, okay. And yeah, certainly in the in the early days, I would really be quite, you know, um, precise about what I was saying. Yes. Whereas now um, I would have a note in my book if I made a note at all to say, talk about, talk about, you know, the environment or talk about some yeah. subject. You know, and and I would and I would have the stuff in my head anyway. It's a slightly different thing now. Oh, so is that because you've got better? So you you're a better judge now. So you know how to make something sharp naturally. Um. Uh, or do you work it out when you're up there? So you you go, oh, next time I need to change that a little bit. Yeah, it's very it's a very fluid thing. Um, I just find that if I don't write it down now. And, I, and I'm not too prescriptive about it. I can find different ways of of um, of doing stuff that make make it work and take me off into a direction I wasn't expecting. Right. So it's a more fluid thing. I had a routine once. I can't really remember loads of it, but it was something about um, it was something about some. Uh, 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 Jehovah's Witnesses turning up on my door on a, on a, a at some point and saying um, something about, do you know, um, have you heard the good news? And I used to do, you know, have Arsenal won again? You know, it's Katie yeah. Hopkins got some incurable disease. It's whatever mm. came into my head, really. And in fact, I would leave that open to see if I could think oh, of stuff yeah. that might be interesting. Nice. And then they'd say, uh, Jesus has risen. And I'd say, well, you better get him out of the oven then, you know, because you don't want to, you know, otherwise you'll get a bit, you don't want a crispy Jesus, do you, really? And just all this stuff. And then I had a bit, I, I and then they would say, have you seen the light? And and um, I would go off on this bit. I can't even remember what it was now, but it led me into something about low energy light bulbs, right? I don't ask me why, yeah. but, but when I wrote, when I wrote, when I came up with the original idea, I was doing it the other way round. And one night I forgot to do the light bulb stuff first, did it later on, and it suddenly all fell into place. Oh, wow. Suddenly went, ah, ah. And then it all worked uh, as a piece. Yeah. And um, so, and it was only because I sort of forgot. And it just, I used to think, I remember, I remember the gig. I remember the venue and everything. Um, well, I can see it mm. in my head. And, and saying it and thinking, Oh, that's where that bit goes. Was there, that in my head? That's where that bit goes, and and finally it all came together as a routine, if you like. Yeah. And then it was a bit more set at that point because I knew where I was going. Was there panic before you went into the last bit, thinking, "Oh shit, I've forgotten a bit"? 
No, not particularly. It was more, oh, I'll do that bit uh, at some right, point. Yeah. You know, it sort of occurred to me. And then it, suddenly there was a point when I I thought, oh, I could do it here. Yeah. And went into it in a very natural way. Which, which um, wouldn't have happened if you were so scripted because you'd have learned no. it so well in that original order. No, and because I remember something changed with me maybe 10 years ago now. I don't remember exactly when. When I saw Rich Hall uh, do a... Uh, do a gig and he genuinely just seemed to be making it up right and i talked to him afterwards and he said no he said i just don't i don't think about what i'm going to do particularly before i go on if i'm doing a club set i'll just do a bit and then see where that leads and mm. i'll do another bit and i thought i'm going to do that yeah because i have enough back catalogue now that i'll i'll, I'll be okay yeah if you know and and What's interesting about doing it like that is that you you find things that you and links really that you think oh that never yeah. would have gone that way if I hadn't but because I'm genuinely thinking on stage I'm genuinely just concentrating on the moment yeah it it feels very linked together you know what I think I'm just stumbling into that at the moment because I'm going yeah. on a lot less prepared because I just know I've got so many bits and I go into the crowd and then just see what happens and that can lead into a, a section of gags. And I find that's better because I'm, especially as a one-liner, I think one-liner comedians, it, it can feel very scripted, obviously. So yeah. so I think by doing that, it, it feels less so. So and I, th I think I've better gigs. Well, I, I, I wouldn't have done it early on. I, I certainly wasn't ready to do it early on. But um, when I started doing that, there were certainly moments when it felt a bit bitty because I couldn't yeah. honestly think of anything. But what I do at that point is go into the crowd, mm. have a little chat with someone, and that would set me off on another little run. Yeah. Um, if I'm on, if my head is working in the right place and people allow me to do it, I could go on for hours like that. Yeah. Just linking together stuff in my head but so do you go back to some really old bits if it something pops up that's quite cool i think just to because you know, that'll see fresh really, again yeah i don't really care about that no. at this point i just talk about what i want to talk about and if but it's sort of been interesting certainly since the pandemic coming back because everything seemed oh yeah i could talk about that again why not talk about that again yeah. this doesn't really matter that it was 7 10 15 years ago if it's still relevant who cares because it's relevant yeah. to me right now yeah and because i'm finding it in the moment you know it's really very much oh that reminds me of this mm. and well i'll talk about that yeah. for a bit so it's so i don't want to sound too sort of wanky but it's more <laughs> organic that way really more holistic yeah yeah you yeah know? yeah I really should be moving to Shoreditch right now, shouldn't I? Really, but um, yeah. So I that's I go about it in 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 that way now, and it's um, yeah, much more fluid and, and more fun for me because you never know what's going to come out of my mouth and and where we're going to go. Yeah, it keeps it so fresh because like I did a best of show not long ago, and I pulled some jokes back in that I'd got bored of ages ago. I got rid of, yeah. and I was telling obviously telling them again and all of a sudden they feel fresh again. So it's like just gave it a little bit more of a spark. Yeah, because it comes, it, you're coming at it from a, just a slightly different angle, mm. I think is what it is. Um, but yeah, now I, I, I don't, yeah, there's things I've forgotten. I probably should write more of it down, to be honest with you. I mean, somebody came up to me and said, I really like that stuff you used to do. It was a joke about um, 
it was it was a headline in a in the Daily Mail, I think, that said bombers on benefits, you know, and it was something about if, if it's not enough, they're blowing people up. They're also claiming and this it was this sort of idea. Right. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But I, I can't remember it. That's the truth of it. But right. somebody said to me the other day, uh, not the other day, just a couple of years ago now, I really like that stuff we did about bombers on benefits. And I thought, what stuff? <laughs> and he, re- he then repeated the stuff to me. And I went, oh, that's quite funny. And he looked a bit, he looked a bit like, well, yeah, you wrote it, didn't you? <laughs> well, apparently. So I probably should write some more of it down, really. There's probably some gold I've forgotten. But um, it's the thing about it for me is, particularly doing club stuff, it's all ephemeral nonsense anyway mm. to me. All of it. So who cares? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll remember something when... <gasps> When I'm on stage, you know. <laughs> so, so what notebook have you got in front of you? Oh, I've got some really old notebooks here. I mean, I'm I'm looking. I mean, there's a, um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I have no idea when this is from. I've got about so what, these these little W. H. Smith pocket notebooks in different colours, and these are the ones I used to get. Um, oh, yeah. Show me the front. Um, uh, it's uh, okay. It's one of these. Uh, I used to get different Oh, yeah, they've made those for a while. Have they not? <laughs> oh, okay. I okay. I mean, I'm looking at... Um, um, I mean, this just... I've just opened a page here, and I, and it was and it says The Untouchables, right? Which I guess I'd been to India. I had been to India at some point. Right. And I said, are there different levels of untouchables? Like, so you get from really quite touched to I wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> you know, um... I mean, that's all I wrote <laughs> about that. And it may be there's something in that about different levels of untouchables. I was I was obviously thinking about the caste system in India <laughs> yeah. at the time. I think it might have been, uh, there was a comedy store in India and I went there for a while and somebody mentioned the untouchables and there it was. Um, so anyway. How was playing uh, India? That's, pardon? How was, how was it playing India? Were they expats or were they 
no, no, Indians, no, Indians. no, Indians. Yeah, uh, it was actually tremendous fun. Although they were quite, they 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 took it. Um, they were quite literal right. in there. Andy Askins, who we know is a wonderful comedian, so they very, thought very he was funny. just nervous. Yeah, he stood there at the start <laughs> and went, uh, um, "I've got, I've got no charisma whatsoever." And honestly, I watched the audience go. Oh, well, that's a shame, isn't it? That's just, oh, I was hoping for one with charisma. So, but I, I really liked, I really liked, um, like, like that. Hmm. I've got, I mean, there's a line here, um, begging, and then in brackets, bloke with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I must have seen that in India, right? Yeah. The bloke with no hands begging. And, um, and, 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 I didn't even write a joke about that. I thought that might be something I could um yeah. I could get back so to where do later you put the on. Money? Um well I suppose that was my thinking. Maybe really. You know. But um so there's all sorts of I haven't looked through these books um in in years. Yeah. Um there's a there's a whale called a right whale. What? <laughs> there's a whale, there's an actual a whale called a right whale, and I wrote he's a right whale in. <laughs> Right. I think I've done the same joke. I think I've done the same joke for Reverend. You know, there's a right Reverend. Um, oh, he's a right Reverend, isn't he? Him. He's a right um, Reverend. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've got all sorts of bits, and I prob- probably should should go through. This this comes up a lot that people sort of discover that they had good ideas, and maybe they even can do more with them now. I think that's what happens, isn't it? Really, mm. that you that you. Um, but that's that right, Reverend. That's wordplay. That's unlike you. <laughs> Is it? I. You know what? It's funny. I'm not. I mean, I do. I can write the old one line. Yeah. Right. I wrote. I've written. I think three or four. I bought a bag of potatoes the other day. It's a keep in the dark. I thought, what am I going to tell them? <laughs> that one and i wrote when i was in i was in Brent cross and i actually bought a fridge i bought a german fridge yesterday in under three minutes bosh is that one and there might be one or two others but it's not really my thing. no i can't um, i really like that would be such a gear change but i'd love to see that it's too much it's too much isn't it you, don't you, you think you'd have to do that thing of saying i'm gonna do some jokes now I almost do actually. Okay, I almost yeah, do. Yeah, if they're yeah. being arsy with me, I, I'm like, "What do you want then? You want a joke? <laughs> yeah. I can do jokes and do do those." Yeah, but yeah. They, quite often when I do things like that, they go, oh, and I'm like, "Really? It's a nice joke." Yeah, you know, it's just because a lot doesn't see what you're you're doing. No. Yeah, and I think I think there is to a certain extent, you know, you have a way of doing things and a, and a way a rhythm, if you like, mm. and one liners. I don't know how people. I don't know how you come up with all of these. Mm. Really, I mean, I, I mean, once in a while, like I say, I do have things in my head. Um, didn't I mention to you the other week about Tim Vine playing golf in a forest? Yeah, and oh, uh, yeah. and he'd take a wood with him and say, "I can't see the wood for the trees." Yeah. I mean, that one popped into my head instantly. Yeah, when you were talking um, about doing that. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> so, but most of my stuff is really topical uh mm. satirical the thing with one line is, is you have to have a lot of them in a row to get that rhythm and everybody sort of switched into the way because sometimes i'll do a gig and if say if you you've gone you're you've been on first and smashed it and i've gone on straight after you i know i've got about two or three minutes where i just have to i'm just gonna 
eat shit. Keep doing them. For two, yeah. two or three minutes. They go, and then gradually they get into my way of thinking. But what a lot of new comedians do in that situation is panic. They're dying. They get the sweats. They go too quick. And then they never get them. But you just have to know they will come. You just have to show them you're comfortable and yeah. be consistent with what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is an intro. That is a... That's more of a performance thing, though, isn't it? Really, if you're if you're if you are a one-liner comedian, you have to follow someone who who has changed the mood in the room a little bit. Mm. And there are certain comedians that we know. I mean, I was talking about Ninia Benjamin. When oh, yeah. it's very hard to follow Ninia mm. because she, it's the something about the way that she, yeah, but something about the way she speaks almost changes the brain chemistry of the people watching it to the point where they find it quite hard. Yeah. To listen to people who are a bit more gaggy, if you like. Mm. I'm I love I love a gag. I genuinely love a gag. And I think I would have been quite happy 60 years ago telling jokes yeah. like a mainstream comedian. Yeah, I yeah. think I would have enjoyed that. I because I like I like showing off in that way. Mm. So the fact that you like jokey joke jokes, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, yeah. When you started, did you try to do anything different to what you're doing now, or have you always been kind of more commentary style? No, I think I was always more social commentary. Really, uh, I, I mean, I always wanted. I, I was never trying to persuade people of anything, right? I, 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 I love a gag. I loved a gag before I started doing this, and I still love a gag, and I have no problem with jokes. Hmm. That I now I don't have many actual jokes is the truth that more of it now is funny because of how it's the ridiculousness of yeah I don't know Prince Charles flying to Rome on a private jet and then flying back and then flying to Glasgow on a private jet and telling us about the environment yeah. and you think that's just <laughs> fucking stupid right yeah, yeah. so I just point that stuff out right um, but I did write a joke the other week for. Uh, with the Newcastle uh, thing when the Saudis took over and Steve Bruce was uh, was the manager and he knew he was going. And oh, yeah. Martin Tyler said on the commentary, Steve Bruce will leave Newcastle with his head held high. <laughs> and I said to my missus, possibly by someone else, right? <laughs> the reason I'm <laughs> laughing a... before you hit the punch on it is you told me that joke before, so I was remembering I... it. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's a beautiful joke. It's a be... I'm really proud of that joke. It's a funny gag. It's a satirical, it's slightly satirical... But it's yeah, I don't. I, I hate all that edgy. I genuinely hate that. I, I've been through a phase of oh, I want to be edgy, but sod that. I just want to be. I genuinely just want to be funny, and yeah. I just want people to laugh. And if if I could persuade them in some way, I had a joke years ago, actually also about the Saudis, but this was about um, arming them to bomb the Yemen, which they have been doing for quite some time. Mm. And it and I can't remember the joke at all, but it would have worked as a point on question time. Right. It would have got a laugh in the audience, but it also, everyone would have gone, yes, mm. you're right. It's one of the only jokes I've written like that. Yeah, really. yeah. Because I, I, I'm not trying to make political points. I'm not. I just want laughs. Yeah. Because I'm needy. Yeah, fun. I'm exactly the same. We're just doing it slightly yeah. different. But when, that this, this may seem like a really weird question and it might not really make any <laughs> sense. But when I, so when I do a joke, it's obvious, like you say, you don't do many joke jokes. So to mm. me, I find it really fascinating how you know where a laugh is when it isn't a bang punch. Do you know what I mean? Like how do you when you like you were saying when you yeah. you just sort of just say what's happened and it's ridiculous. How do you know how to get the laugh 
out of saying that thing. Because if I just said about Prince Charles doing that, I, w- I know for a fact I couldn't get a laugh from doing right. that. And I think that's... It's just in the way um, you say it. Yeah, I, I mean, the truth is I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, there are things that I, I watch on TV and, and I just think that is so ridiculous and I'll, I'll just repeat them. And quite often it won't be as funny when I just repeat them and I'll have to maybe slightly change things mm. a little bit. Um, and and you do sometimes have to mess with it a little bit. And I'm not saying you, it's not lying, yeah. but it's just being creative in order to, um, it, to get the most out of it. I mean, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, we went to see, I went to see, um, a show by a friend of mine, um, a a famous comedian. And I spoke to another mate of mine and he said, uh, oh, and because I said, I've got tickets, I've got tickets to see this show by this friend of mine on the, uh, on the Monday night, but it might not happen because his father's not very well. And, you know, it's a possibility that he might not, you know, he might Mm. not live too much longer. And my friend said, um, well, I'm going on the Tuesday night. And I said, well, let's hope he doesn't die till the Wednesday. Right. (laughs) And, and is what we said, you know, and that was just the way, but it, but the truth is it didn't come out exactly like that. It came out slightly differently. Still got a lot from him. But I, but in order to tell people that story, I've changed the way that it was said very slightly. Yeah, you know, and that's all it is. It's just so it's a more of a surprise. Thing. So because although it's not a joke, joke, I guess you've made used. Well, that is a joke. Yeah, yeah, but that is. A but you like with the other thing with the Prince Charles thing, you spotted a, an angle, so you're still igniting a surprise because your last line is he's going there to talk about the environment because you could start that joke by saying. He's flying around talking about the environment, and he's and he's flying from A to B to B. So there's no kind of sudden ignition of a, a laugh because yeah. it's so such a gradual process. Whereas by leaving that last bit to the end, that still is, I guess that's what that is, isn't it? That's still where the joke is. Still well, a surprise. I mean, I mean, I've said it a couple of times on stage. It's only happened the other day, um, and I think I did it differently both nights. Mm. And I think the first night it got it got a slightly better laugh. The truth is, I'm not even sure where the actual boom is. Yeah, but it's I'm using it now as part of a stream of consciousness about talking about how I am and and when people say how are you and fine doesn't cut it <laughs> okay. anymore. And I'm now I've got a stream of consciousness which I'm adding to all the time. And I quite like to leave it open, hmm. open ended. Um, really, because um, you know there's more coming, so it's not like you're all your eggs yeah. in one basket. No, quite. So, um, I mean, look at this. I'm sorry, I've just noticed something here, right, about Mother Teresa. Okay, so this is a while ago. <laughs> this is quite a while ago, right? Um, and and the fact that she became a saint. Um, and they were scouring through her CV to find a miracle. Um, from 1927 to 1929, she was an office junior at an Albanian stationery shop. <laughs> Not much happened. <laughs> it's quite a funny idea about Mother Teresa early on in her career. There weren't any miracles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> found more pencils from somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, the yeah, point yeah, yeah. is, it's all these sort of thoughts that I've had 
Um, and and maybe something will come of them. This mm. is quite inspiring to me to think about this. Yeah, actually, because uh, yeah, because I can look through all these books and see it was a lot of blank how pages. How many notepads have you got? Oh, about hundred of these. <laughs> oh no, I mean, so then, so, once, so you got those notepads like that, and then once you've so ah, uh, so this is probably since you used to type it all up. So these are all from about seven or eight years. Right. Ago. So these are since you've At been least. doing just going on with more of an i just an idea on stage. So yeah, right, got you. Yeah, but a lot of these, um, but a lot of these um, are um, are from quite a few years ago. The Foreign Office had to apologise to the Pope because the document leaked saying the Pope should market some Benedict condoms. And I said, better the memo leak than the condoms, is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. That's great. <laughs> All right, I'll tick that one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... Because uh, you can update that, can't you? You could just with... Um, yeah. Well, it's different Pope That's now, what I mean, you just changed the Pope. It's, it's easy. <laughs> also, who's the Pope now? Francis, isn't it? Is it? Oh, okay. Francis, yeah, it's Francis. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I it, to answer, we're talking about joke writing... I love you want to poke I John because then it's a Johnny, so then that works even better. See, that's better still. But I would have a problem with that. I would hope that there were pop, a Pope John would turn up, so I could maybe yeah, yeah. add that bit in. But I, I, it would have to be the right Pope, yes, in order of course, for me to do that joke. Yeah, there yeah, would have yeah. to be some truth. There would have to be some truth in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fingers crossed. I mean, the only. I mean, the weird. <laughs> yeah, if I had some say in it, I could lobby for Pope John. I, I mean. The only I remember writing a topical joke about O.J. Simpson two years after it happened because he was he was O.J. had a car chase at forty miles an hour. Do you remember? Yeah, this? yeah. Well, I was a kid. And I said but, yeah. he, he had a he had a car chase and he kept inside the speed limit. You know, he's obviously driving along thinking, well, I've murdered two people. I don't want to get into any more trouble. <laughs> and I wrote that quite a long time after O.J. But for some reason, I think it's because it was such a funny gag. Yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, he was still sort of bubbling around in the news, and I managed to have it for about a year. Right, ages mm. after the trial. Yeah, you know. But I mean, um, I think that is such. Well, like now, there's there's a there's a Netflix documentary all about it. There's a Netflix actual sh TV show about it. It's so in the mind. You could edit. Yeah, that would work now. I think. It's time! Hashtag Awuga for Ian Stoner. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, any feedback, let us know at Jokes with yep. Mark. Um, Great, great, great. If, you, uh, if you're enjoying <laughs> the podcast, let us know uh, via... Oh, God, Joel. I had, I had, then, I had about a million plugs i wanted to do in one go and i mixed them all up into one sentence and it wasn't going to make any sense so i pulled out quick um if you oh. enjoy the podcast give us a review and you can do that over spotify as well have we had any on spotify have we checked that joe don't know we haven't checked it well but, we'll let you know next week then, yeah but hopefully there'll be even more week, next week exactly go over yeah. there leave us a lovely five-star review um we'll be we'll, we'll buy you a kit kat chunky oh yeah um what's your favorite kit kat chunky joe uh, peanut butter. Is it? They are quite Hands good, down. Those. Yeah. Hands down. Mm. Nothing comes close. Oh, nice. Lovely. Um, what else do I need to say, Joel? This is a terrible outro. I cannot remember anything I'm supposed to say. Um, 
Thanks for watching, listening. They're not even watching, Joe. They're not. Ah, oh, can you edit this to make it sound really slow? No way. No, not if we're keeping in my terrible improv. We're keeping this in as well. This I mean, is let's face it, all. You're this is real. Not, you are not keeping that in, are you? Yeah. You've got the power, Joe. You've got the power of the edit. But I want people to know who I am. You are. Who I really am. Ah, oh, that's nice. And that is a lazy editor. <laughs> Someone who does not edit. <laughs> Just clicks go. Um, lovely. Thanks to you all. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I'm sure. I can't remember. How... Mark, Mark, no one's even listened to this bit anymore. No. They've had the intro. They've had the interview. They've heard you say, this is rubbish. What are we doing? No one is listening past the point when they can see there's like 20 seconds left of the podcast but, and you're already saying, what are we doing? There's like nothing going to happen. catchphrase at the end. That's what everyone listens to our catchphrase. You think? Yes. Okay. Anything more from you, Joe? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from me, Mark? I hope not. See you later, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.